0: Hello and welcome, my name is Jonathan Kosky and I welcome you to the very first episode of the Healthcare Hustle podcast. This podcast is made for individuals who are looking to maybe find a career in healthcare. Maybe you're in college and you're looking uh, to to figure out some options in the healthcare space uh, for your future career plans. Maybe you are already in healthcare and you're looking to do a career pivot or find something new and interesting in your current space or maybe you just want to do more. Maybe you just want to do more for the communities and the patients that you serve every single day, and you're looking for information that might be able to benefit you and and benefit you in the ways that you go about helping those patients that you serve. And, And that's really what I hope for this podcast is that once you're done listening to an episode that I post here on this podcast, you will go out into the world and do the best that you can to serve your communities and the patients that you serve each and every day. So on this very first episode, I have joined with me Dr. Hassan Akinbiyi, and in particular, we're going to be discussing his book Profitable Practice, a 90-day kickstart plan for a physiatrist. Dr. Hassan is a physiatrist himself, has many, many years in the rehab space, And so I think that he has a lot of value to bring you, especially if you're looking for business development and uh, possibly owning your own private practice. We also touch up on other uh, topics in this podcast uh, regarding uh, the current and future outlook on healthcare. We also touch up on some other interesting topics uh, related to healthcare. And so please join me in this podcast. And uh, let me know if you can tell that I was pretty nervous for this first podcast. I hope you enjoy. And thank you. All right, doctor, thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, not a problem. So we have with us today, Dr. Hassan Akinbi. And Dr. Hassan recently created a book that I got myself. The book is called Profitable Practice, a 90-day Kickstarter plan for physiatrists. Um, Doctor, I really appreciate you joining me today. I really enjoyed this book uh, for a multitude of reasons. Um, But before we begin, I'd like to introduce Dr. Hassan. Um, So I'm going to uh, introduce what's on the back of his book here. Dr. Hassan... Excuse me. Dr. Hassan Akinbi has over 10 years of experience in helping physicians understand the business of medicine. Known for his work ethic and business acumen, he has turned his knowledge into best-selling books, award-winning blogs, and online training programs, employed in transforming new attendings into independent practice owners who control their financial destinies. As CEO of Akinbi Medical Group, LLC, Dr. Hassan founded drhassanrehab.com. Again, that is Dr. rehab.com, the digital hangout spot where physicians go for practical business tips and real-life strategies to build their practices. Again, thank you. Um, oh, thank So you. I really want to go over this book. Um, I, I will I will say I am really happy on how quick and to the point you were with this book, um, and <laughs> Well, I and, and I truly mean that because a lot of the books that I've read recently, and and there's no knock on anyone else, but it's just full of fluff. You really yeah. know how to get to the point and get down to business. I really appreciate that.
1: Well, no, I I, I appreciate you uh, acknowledging that. Um, for me, you know, especially for physicians, time is our biggest commodity, uh, and also, you know, if you're looking to start a practice you know, you don't really have a whole lot of time to go through fluff. So I really wanted it, I wanted to tailor it to my audience so that that, they got kind of the biggest bang for their buck and they got a lot of value. So that's really, uh, you know, when I was thinking about writing writing it and putting it together, that was my goal and my purpose. So uh, I appreciate you acknowledging that. Yeah, not a problem.
0: And speaking of goal and purpose, I hope we can maybe talk a little bit more about your background. You mentioned it briefly on why you became a doctor, but I was hoping that you could share that with us in greater detail.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I am Dr. Hassan, board certified physiatrist and independent practice owner. I help physiatrists start and grow their own independent practice so that they can achieve financial independence and live without limits. I grew up in Chicago, Illinois. I was the youngest of my father's six kids. Uh, At a young age, I kind of realized my calling of being a a physician. Uh, I was always fascinated by the inner workings of the mind and the body. Uh, I performed pretty well academically uh, in high school, medical school, residency, Uh, and upon completing residency, I was able to start my own practice Uh, and soon built uh, a pretty uh, lucrative practice, but also being able to help a lot of people in the Phoenix metro area. Uh, I was able to travel the world, visiting a lot of different countries that I always dreamed of visiting, like Brazil for Carnival, uh, Dubai for New Year's, Tokyo for New Year's, uh, Sydney, uh, you know, sitting by the opera house, watching the fireworks for for New Year's. Uh, And I was able to pay off my family's mortgage Uh, and after my father suffered his second of three strokes before he passed away, I was actually able to fly him out to Arizona to my rehab hospital, and provide the care that he needed as opposed to him uh, going to a skilled nursing facility, uh, which is what the hospital wanted him to do. Uh, Despite all this, I had an embarrassing secret. Uh, When I was in my first year of college, uh, we were homeless. Uh, What happened was it was a Saturday morning. I remember, you know, watching, you know, the normal Saturday morning TV shows that we watch. And there was a knock on the door. Uh, It was a sheriff. And he told me, uh, I was the one who got the news, that we had to be out of our home immediately. Uh, My heart immediately dropped. I cried like a baby. Uh, And, uh, you know, it it was an experience that I would never forget. Uh, and it's kind of out of this experience that I dedicate myself to coaching new attendings and uh, folks who are kind of in uh, practice now and want to change how to be as independent as possible so that they never experience this type of situation uh, themselves. So that's kind of a, a little bit about me.
0: Wow. That, that was powerful. You know, one thing that what you just said that really stuck with me for a second is that you, you, you mentioned paying off your, your parents' mortgage. Um, yes. that, you know, that, that's definitely a, a dream of mine. And whenever you said that, that, that really stuck with me there. So I, I think that's really awesome. Um, Thank
1: you.
0: I, I, I was going to ask, uh, you know, why physiatry?
1: So, uh, <laughs> I, I initially wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon. So I tore my ACL in both knees, one in, uh, high school, one in college, and uh, I just had a great experience with the orthopedist, orthopedic mm-hmm. surgeon. His name was Sherwin Hall out of the University of Chicago, uh, and after doing the first surgery, I did my rehab. I was pretty much back to normal, and I had a very similar, if not exactly, exactly the same experience when I tore my ACL in the opposite knee, uh, and, you know, like I said before, I've always been fascinated with the mind and body. I said, okay, this is the type of surgeon that I want or doctor I want to be. I didn't match twice, but uh, in that whole process, I did a, uh, an away rotation in physical medicine and rehab, and it was very similar to orthopedics except without the surgery, and that's kind of where I, uh, I came to love it. And then with my experience with my father having the three strokes, you know, I, I was just—I was sold on it. So that's kind of how I got to physiatry.
0: Okay, so it, it, I find that uh, fascinating because I'm currently a traveling director of rehab. Uh, currently work for Kindred Healthcare, uh, now LifePoint. Um, and yes. so I—I I think I think that's really fascinating. Um, how long have you been practicing now? Uh, almost a decade. Almost a decade. Wow. And, and what is? especially in rehab, how how has rehab changed in those last in this last decade for you? Have you noticed any changes?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's it's getting more and more difficult for patients to Mm -hmm. access the care that they need. Uh, Mm -hmm. Now it's becoming more of a prevalence of Medicare Advantage. So what's happening is people are uh, signing up for medical medical care advantage Uh, and basically what that is is the commercial insurance plans are now taking over the Medicare benefits and managing them Uh, and as a result we're having to deal with prior authorization and a lot of things that we didn't have to deal with previously and they're creating barriers Mm -hmm. to access Uh, and you know we have a difficult time I actually work for Kindred as well medical director of Dignity Health, East Valley Rehab Hospital in Chandler. Uh, So I'm Mm -hmm. familiar with, you know, uh, Kindred and LifePoint. But uh, we're seeing it a lot where we're having more of a difficult time getting patients access to care. And these are patients who, you know, CMS or Medicare has uh, 13 diagnoses that, you know, if you uh, have this diagnosis, uh, you have a medical necessity, you have a need for two disciplines Mm -hmm. of care. It's written in there that these patients are appropriate uh, and should be able to gain access to acute inpatient rehab. And these very same patients who have Medicare Advantage, they're not getting access to the care and it's to their detriment. So that's one of the biggest changes that I've seen is kind of that uh, percentage of Medicare Advantage is increasing. And I think that's across the board.
0: You know, I, I see that as well. Actually, and, and one thing that you mentioned in there is with pre authorizations, the amount of time that uh, starting a pre authorization can take, and, and for a patient to, to wait and wait and wait until they can receive services, it just feels like it takes so long. I, 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 is this really common amongst um, rehab facilities, from
1: what you noticed? Yeah, in the acute care hospitals, uh, you know, it could take sometimes up to seven days, if not more. Uh, And that's a huge problem for the acute care hospitals because they're having to manage length of stay. Uh, And as those days increase, you know, that's uh, increased dollars for uh, patients and they're responsible for paying for this. Uh, It's increased uh, dollars and resources on the acute care hospital side. Uh, And again, these patients are more than appropriate. It states in the Medicare policy that they should, and they're able to transition to this level of care. Uh, so it's a huge issue.
0: And I want to just touch on this point one more time, you know, before you became a doctor, especially early on in practice, did you expect to uh, work with so much preauthorization, uh, start start so much pre-auths in, in your practice?
1: Oh, absolutely not. Um, it's not something that, uh, and things may have changed since I've gotten out of Residency in medical school, but it wasn't a component that they really taught us. They really don't teach about the business of medicine, you know, from you know a payer standpoint, insurance standpoint, and just kind of how everything works. Uh, so as a result, you know, you're really more focused on learning on learning to be a good doctor and and different things in the uh, medical conditions and disease processes that you're going to treat, but they really don't teach uh, how to function within this system. That is a business that is the business of medicine. So
0: I, I really appreciate that you said that. This is a great segue to talk about your book. You know, I'm a speech pathologist by background and. they do teach, they teach you absolutely nothing about business, uh, the business side of healthcare in in school. So I Mm -hmm. I definitely hear that. Uh, But I'm glad that you said that because one reason why I I picked up your book was because I wanted to learn more uh, about the business side of healthcare. I was curious to know exactly what all it would take to start a practice. I I was curious to know um, kind of the ins and outs of building a practice. And I, I found your book. I, I, related to you and your background in rehab. And so I picked it up and got myself a copy here and I really appreciate how to the point you are. Um, what, what exactly started this book? Uh, did you, um, I, I know that you mentioned your, your past history, but, um, what was there something that made you say, you know what, I really want to start a book. And then I really, really want to, uh, also consult people on this. it, it, it do you find a lot of enjoyment doing that
1: yeah absolutely i actually have a coaching program where i teach other physiatrists how to build a profitable practice similar to what i did but uh, the impetus for it was really based on my experience so i trained at mary and joy rehab hospital in in wheaton illinois it was a great experience because it was a hybrid uh, program in terms of academic and private practice. So, you know, we would wake up, we would round with our attendings early in the morning, you know, we would put in the orders and different things like that. But when our attendings left the hospital, they would go out and do acute care hospital consults, procedures. Uh, they would do all these different things. So it really showed us how to be efficient, but also showed us uh, what you need to do and how to build a practice. And it was based on that experience that I said, hey, let me put this in a book form because it was something that I felt residency programs across the nation weren't doing. Uh, many programs don't teach this. Uh, and then, you know, just in going to different conferences within the specialty of physiatry talking to other residents and other physicians, you know, they didn't really know about it as well. So if you think about business, businesses are solutions to problems. So I identified the problem of physicians not knowing about business or how to start a practice. And there are a lot of people who wanted to do that. So my solution was to write a book, uh, but also build a coaching program in the event that they wanted more one-on-one coaching or group coaching on how to do it. Uh, So that was kind of the impetus for it and, and how it came about.
0: And whenever people approach you for coaching um, or support, what are some of the main questions they ask you up front? What, what are some of the, the biggest questions that you hear the most often?
1: Yeah, I think some of the, the, the most common questions are, <clears throat> how, do you, how do you get started? Uh, I think that's the, really the biggest barrier is, is a lot of folks just don't know how, how to get started. Uh, and then, you know, uh, how difficult is it? So I think those would be kind of the two most common questions that uh, I get when people ask me about uh, the coaching program.
0: Okay. And um, I was curious to know, you know, how, how long normally does it take to, to uh, coach with you? How, how long does that, that process normally take?
1: Yeah, so I would say, you know, anywhere from two to three months. Uh, but closer to two months. And then, if you still need further guidance after that, then I offer uh, different programs that can assist with that. Uh, but I think in two to three months, you know, I can kind of give you a framework and everything that you need. If you follow it, you know, and take action, that uh, can put you in a position where you can pretty much set yourself up very in a, sim- in a very similar fashion to what I did when I came straight out, straight out of residency and started my practice.
0: Okay. So what are some pros to starting your own practice?
1: Autonomy that it gives you uh, in terms of, but also the the tax advantages and also from a retirement standpoint. Uh, These weren't things that I initially thought about when I started my practice, but as I started to mature uh, and and get longer in the tooth, for lack of a better word or phrase, then I started to really see a lot of the advantages that having your own practice uh, really gives you.
0: And, you know, I think one of the things that um, people are afraid of whenever they think about starting their own practice is, you know, things like insurance, legal, legalities of of building a practice, everything like that. In your book, do you describe that?
1: Yeah, I I try and go into it uh, a little bit because that is part of building a practice. Uh, And, you know, legal advice is very important in terms of minimizing risk, uh, which is what you know everyone wants to do is risk mitigation is, is very key. And then also helping you set up your entity and your structure in such a way that you mitigate risk as much as possible. So that's definitely a component that I talk about and teach about uh, because it's uh, very important to building a practice in such a way that uh, you're able to sustain it and, and protect yourself as well as your assets.
0: So uh, I want to move on to another subject, but before I do, if, if what are some messages that you would say to someone who's thinking about starting their own practice, but they, they just... They just don't know what to, what to do. They don't know where to start or they're afraid, but they really want to do it. What, what are, what are some pieces of advice that you'd give them?
1: Uh, <laughs> I think one is that, you know, they're, they're a business, you know, uh, right now it's just that they're transferring, uh, the revenue that they make in their business over to another business, which extracts some of those funds and then pays them back, but they're a business. You know, so uh, just helping them to kind of understand that concept that they're already a business is just now you're removing uh, the middleman, uh, for lack of a better word. And and now you're keeping, you know, the majority of the revenue yourself, but you're also getting benefits in the form of tax write-offs, uh, being able to retirement plan it's, it's really like the ultimate in terms of, you uh, sustaining yourself and doing for self. So that's what I would say. Okay. Okay.
0: I like that. Um, I want to go off into our final subject here. And, and what I really want to do is I want you to think about you back whenever you were in school, back before you graduated, uh, back when you were just starting out. Uh, what are some pieces of pieces of advice you would give yourself, um, uh, if you had to restart all over again, going into the healthcare industry, how, how, how would you go about it differently? If at all?
1: I, I think, uh, and it's interesting that you said that, because I actually had a medical student shadow me this week. Uh, and, and I was kind of speaking to my younger self is understanding how the business works uh, and understanding the tenets of business. Because if you think about it, uh, businesses are in, uh, biz- businesses are all about profit, right? And what is profit? Profit is revenue minus expenses. So if you think about it, if you're an employee physician, you're an expense. So if you have a situation like COVID or now we're in such a labor climate where you know they're having a difficult time mm. finding staff and the staff that mm. they do get, they have to pay at an extremely high rate, those expenses are gonna go up. So if you're a business that's still trying to maintain and build profit, you only have two places that you can go. You have the revenue side and the expense side. So a lot of times you're gonna cut from the expense side. So understanding the simple, the simple tenets of business so that you can function within business, but also understanding that you are the business. Because, you know, hospitals and other facilities can't necessarily run without you. So you have to understand your leverage, how you function and fit within the business, but understand how business works. Because if you understand how business works, then you can operate and function within business uh, at a pretty high level.
0: How did you learn the business side of healthcare?
1: I loved it. A lot of it for me, it was just observation and just listening. Uh, I've always been the type of person and and kid who just observed, you know, I'm kind of the fly on the wall. I don't really say a whole lot, but Mm. I observed everything. Uh, And just observing Mm. and picking up on different terms, and then also applying that to to real life. Because every day, we engage in business. When you go to the grocery store, that's a business transaction. When you go to the gas station, that's a business transaction. So being able to, to look, listen, observe, and then apply it to real life. And we hear about these big companies and corporations all the time, Amazon, Apple, uh, and just applying the terms and tenants and how they do things to what we do in medicine uh, really helped the whole lot. And then reading books and blogs and, you know, now, you know, YouTube and different things like that have helped augment the information. But I think a key thing was just observing and listening. I
0: I like that because one of the things, one of the reasons why I started this podcast in the first place was because a, I realized, you know, um, there was a lot that I was not taught in school about healthcare and I really wanted to learn more about it. And what I'm doing right now is essentially bringing the the experts onto the platform to discuss their background and, and and their opinions and and perspective on everything, so that I can learn as well. That's that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this. And so, I think what I, uh, what's great about this is that you have years and years and years of experience, and you are able. You have essentially allowed yourself available, made yourself available to not only share it with me, but to also share it with many many people who are looking to build their own practice. I mean that that's awesome. Instead of having to go read hours and hours and hours and hours of books, which you know, if if you look at it from a time cost perspective, you know, that hours and hours and hours of your time could cost a lot whereas if you just speak with you for a couple of months, you know, you can distill that time uh, considerably less time. Uh, into learning all, all that information and moving forward with your practice. And so I think that sounds like a really good ROI to me.
1: I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> well, so I, we're, we're starting to hear, uh, um, head to the end of the discussion. Is there any final thoughts or anything you want to say? Uh, you know, I, I really want to gear this podcast towards individuals already in healthcare or looking to um, get into healthcare. And I was really hoping that you might have some parting words.
1: Yeah. uh, One, just starting out by saying thank you for having me on the platform and giving me the opportunity to speak. I really appreciate that. Uh, And just kind of last words, I I would say is just kind of pay attention, listen, but also think about um, how you would want things to be uh, and what direction the world is going on now. Because I think now um, we we may be entering into a space where less care is going to be uh, provide it within the walls of a hospital and more care is going to be provided, you know, in home or uh, alternative settings. So just, just realizing that and just trying to figure out how you fit into that space uh, is going to be very key.
0: Absolutely. And so thank you very much, Dr. Hassan. Again, his book is profitable practice, a 90 day Kickstarter plan for physiatrists. I will definitely link it on my page so you can get yourself a copy. Again, it's straight to the point. I love that it goes straight to the point. And honestly, if I I was going to start a practice today, um, this would help me out considerably. So again, thank you, doctor. I really appreciate your time and I hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining the podcast.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it.
0: So if you got this far, I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you so so much for listening to this very first episode of the Healthcare Hustle podcast. I really appreciate it. And I know that over time, I'm going to be able to meet with so, so many people that you're going to enjoy listening to uh, and learning from that. I think that we're all just going to benefit together from this. And so I really, really appreciate this. So in the meantime, if you're really interested in learning more about Dr. Hassan and his work, I I first recommend going on Amazon and finding his book profitable practice. Again, his book is called profitable practice, a 90 day Kickstarter plan for physiatrists, or you can find him on either LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube at slash. Dr. Hassan Rehab or at Dr. Hassan Rehab. You're also able to find him on his own website. He has www.drhassanrehab.com or you can send him an an email on info at drhassanrehab.com. Again, I thank you for listening and I I hope you guys have a great day.